0: Now, like a cancer, it may cause the death of the town. The problem is a fire in a coal mine that's been burning now for 30 years. Many of the town's residents have moved away, but 61 others want to stay, battling not only the fire, but a government that wants them out. Alex Serkin has more. (laughs) Yes, my mama, eat you like Jeff Dahmer. Say she on a period, let's make a mess, mama.
1: I desensitize myself to it. I, 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 uh... I don't know. I went to great lengths.
0: Never did I knew it would be this easy. How to mopped that shit greasy. They'll be the nigga shit cheesy. People said to get my corner when I turn around. Oh, it's just measy. Everybody wanna get away from me because I got heebie jeebies mashed up like Michael. That game on the Halloween. What would you do with the sexual parts? I wouldn't enjoy it. See? How long ago did this start? Like that say, right before you. But naked in your neighbor's
1: pool.
0: I stay stunning while I'm.
1: Try anything you cancel, bro.
0: I'm fixated on a asphyxiating and breaking this little chick's neck like a pixie stick. The six Satan worshiping bitches get horse whipping. i in the back, through the back door, slipping through the crack, leaving the corpse, dripping the mortician of love, sent from above, forced entry. The more winchy, the more stingy I become. Been doing this for more than a quarter century. I'm just numbing my dreaming. Is it real? Someone pinch me on the buns. Do you feel blame? Are you mad? Uh, do you feel like Wolves Kab, Rafanish, get Frank, butch, butch, book, bear ramage, get you giggy, get googled, big big bitch to like bag? Welcome back to the rainy day horror show. I'm Big Daddy Dee, and you are listening to. The number one podcast on the internet. And on today's episode, we are doing Silent Hill. Now I know Dusty said today's episode was going to be on X, but I'll let him explain why he decided to switch up the topic. But you guys are going to enjoy this episode. If you haven't seen Silent Hill, I also recommend to go out and watch it. It is really, really good. Right now it is on Netflix. It's you know Well, most of us have Netflix, so just go out and watch it. It's just it's just really, really good. And Dusty's gonna explain more on why it is such a great movie for that era of horror movies. So, without further ado, I'm going to introduce your host for this evening's show. Put your hands together for Dusty McBalls, your certified cougar hunter and your host with the most. Now sit back, shut up. And enjoy this episode.
1: Thank you, Big D, for that beautiful intro. And yes, I know, I apologize. I know I said we were going to do X for today's horror movie breakdown, but I realized as I was researching the story of the Copeland killings that they turned out to be serial killers from Missouri, so what I'm going to do is I am going to basically combine when that episode comes up when we do Missouri, which is not this weekend, this weekend is Wisconsin, but the week, not So, not this Sunday, but next Sunday is what I'm trying to say is Missouri. And I will be doing the Copelands for that episode, okay? And then I might tie in X into that episode. So, it'll probably, you know, be a very long episode like usual. I'm just going to combine the two so we can get the best of both worlds in that episode. So, for today... As you can tell by the title, we are going to be doing Silent Hill. I fucking love this movie. Okay, we're going to get we're going to get into how great this movie is. Um the breakdown is going to be a little vague when I start talking about like the lineup of like what happens throughout the movie just because I know it came out in 2006, but some people may not have seen it like the first time I saw it was back in 20 I want to say twenty nineteen probably twenty nineteen so that was the first time I've seen it. I know it was on sci fi channel a while ago too. They used to play it on there all the time, but I never every time I wanted to watch it it was always at the end, and I just didn't really you know care to watch it at that point so I'm going to be doing Silent Hill for today's episode and it's it it's great. I love this movie we're gonna the rundown for this episode is going to be the same as it usually is. It's going to be the synopsis or the scene up as it is known in the biz that I'm going to run through, um, who was in it, the actors, the movie production, everything that was involved with this movie, and then I'm going to give my thoughts on it, kind of break it down and basically kind of go through the movie on how it is basically run, ran, I think is the right terminology you would use and then we're going to get into the rotten tomato reviews and then after that we are going to get into the the inspiration behind this movie now this is probably the first video game movie crossover that we have had on this channel which is going to be kind of interesting it's going to be kind of fun way better than the resident evil movies personally i think okay Sorry for those, you know, hardcore Resident Evil fans, but I think this movie was a lot better than all the Resident Evil movies that have come out, but we'll get into that in a little bit, so just sit back, it's going to be a little bit of a long episode, hopefully it'll be like around 30 to 40 minutes for you, okay, make the hour of your workday go by really quick, you won't even know it, so without further ado, let's get into this beautiful Episode about Silent Hill. So, Silent Hill, I got to pull up my notes here. So, the Silent Hill synopsis, or the synop as it is known, is unable to accept the fact that her daughter is dying. Rose decides to take the girl to a faith healer. On the way, The pair drive through a portal in reality leading to an eerie town called Silent Hill. The town is surrounded by a potent darkness, and the human survivors fight a losing battle against it. Rating r for some language, disturbing images, strong horror, violence, slash gore, genre Horror, mystery, and thriller. Original language: English. Director Christoph Gaines, Gons. Christoph Gaines, probably. Producer Don Carmody, Samuel Hadida. Writers: R- Roger Avery, Nicholas Bochreef, Bochreef, Bochweef. Sorry, that was me being immature. Christoph Gaines and Roger Roberts. Release date, April 21st, 2006, worldwide. Release date streaming, April 16th, 2012. Box office, gross, USA, $47 million. Runtime, an hour and 59 minutes. It is a long movie, okay? But, it's good, okay? I think it was, for me, at least when I rewatched it like five minutes ago, I think it was, you know just a good watch it didn't like you know feel too terribly long the distributor sony pictures entertainment production company TriStar pictures and davis films the cast and crew radha mitchell plays rose lori holden plays Sibelle bennett which now that i'm looking at her photo she is one of the blonde girls from the walking dead at the dude's farm God, what are the, I haven't seen The Walking Dead in, in ages. But, fuck. She dated Glenn, I believe. I believe that's who I'm talking about. But, yeah. Sean, ben, Sean Bean plays Christopher. Deborah Kara Unger plays Dahlia Gilepsy. Tanya Allen plays Alessa Gilepsy. And Chris Brighton plays Adam. Now... I love this fucking movie. It is so, I think, for a 2006 horror movie, like... (sighs) Yes, the CGI isn't, you know, terribly, like, out of this world. It's not the best, but it actually isn't the worst. You know how with a lot of these early 2000 movies and up until, like, 2014, the CGI and, like, the makeup isn't, like, you know, great but I loved it I loved how kind of easy and like okay that it was I thought it was good it it was i loved it I love this movie pyramid head is probably one of my favorite horror movie monsters like ever he's just it's just so it's so different like this movie is really really Like, I find it very, very creative. Now, what this movie is basically about is that this girl, this little girl, nine-year-old girl says, while she's always asleep and sleepwalking, take me to Silent Hill. So her mom and dad are trying to figure out, you know, take her to a bunch of, like, doctors and stuff like that, but towards, like, right in the beginning, this is what I love about the movie, too, is it goes straight into it. And the mom is like, No, I'm going to take her to Silent Hill. I'm going to find out where it is. I'm going to do the research on it, and we're going to go there. So she takes her 9-year-old daughter with her, Sharon, and leaves in the middle of the night to go to Silent Hill. And they stop along the way at some rest stops and stuff like that, and the mom asks Rose, asks people, like, hey, how do I get to Silent Hill? And they're basically like, you don't want to go there. Something awful happened there, trust me, you don't want to go there. But nobody tells them what's going on, so Sharon's like, fuck it. Hop in the car, we'll drive there. And at one point, they get pulled over by a police officer, a female police officer, and as she's walking up to the car, Karen's like, fuck this, I'm going to step on the gas and we're just going to go. So, they go and they enter Silent Hill, they break through a barrier and they go through Silent Hill. Boom. They're trapped in the new world the new realm, and there's a car accident where Sharon and, and Rose see this little girl walk along the, in front of them, and they, you know, Rose tries to get out of the way, and she slams the brakes, and flips the car, and does all that shit, gets into a bad wreck, she wakes up the next morning, and Sharon is gone, so basically, Rose tries to go all around Silent Hill while she comes across you know other worldly creatures and other nasty monsters that are trying to kill her basically and then at one point the cop catches up with her because she accidentally also traveled into this portal and into this new realm and at one point Rose gets arrested and then well gets put in handcuffs not really arrested but gets put in handcuffs and then as they're trying to leave Silent Hill they pass um, the cop's motorcycle and so as they pass it they then it's like a, a loop so then they go a few feet down the road and then they come back and they pass that same bike and the next thing you know they walk all the way up well they don't walk they realize that past the bike is like the road is detached sorry i lied the road is detached and so they turn around they come past the bike and they're confused as fuck and then this monster comes out and the cop lady shoots the monster and while she's shooting the monster she rose sprints off and goes and tries to find sharon and that's basically what this is And I'm not going to really explain too much of the lore because I don't know a whole lot about it. They tell you throughout the story, like the movie, of what happened to this town. And as the Sharon and Rose are stuck in this new portal with everything, the dad tries and goes and find them and gets the cops involved. And he ends up not finding them, so he is forced to go back home. And eventually, you know sharon and rose leave that's all i'm gonna say i completely glossed over the cult that they come across god they're bitches and i'm so happy that what happened to them happened because all they pissed me off they pissed me the fuck off but that's all i'm really gonna say about the storyline to this movie it's just the monsters are creepy the when it comes nightfall and the darkness comes and it turns everything to a rustic, like bloody old decrepit town. It is just, it is just, it's just so good. I loved all the CGI and all of the special effects that went into this movie. And I don't think the acting was terrible. Okay, I actually, thought it was a little bit was pretty good. The only thing that really annoyed me about the acting was Sharon. She was a little girl and wouldn't shut the fuck up. She would scream in that high-pitched like annoying little girl voice like that shit sent me through the fucking roof. But it was still a good movie and I really really enjoyed it. And another thing that I loved about this movie is that they actually were hinting At what happened in real life. Where they drew this inspiration from. Which I have never really seen people do in a movie. Which was kind of impressive. I really, really liked that about this movie. And another really cool thing that I liked was... When the darkness comes, you see the transformation on the walls and everything. And when the darkness leaves, when it becomes day again... Basically, everything, every evil monster dies, and everything turns to ash, and it gets like sucked up and separated back into its normal, like normal and rightful place where it was. I think that was awesome. Like, the CGI I loved, I loved that old, kind of not really crappy but okay CGI. I know a lot of movies in this time era, had really, really shit CGI. Like, I'm talking, remember in Freddy vs. Jason, where you see Freddy turn into that worm and take a big hit off the hookah? Like, that, it's not that terrible level of CGI. It's actually a little bit better than that, and I really, really enjoyed that about this movie. I think it was, I think it was great. It satisfied my CGI needs. But, this is a good movie. If you haven't seen it already, I highly suggest you go out and watch it and just spend the two hours. And it's just, yeah, it's just a beautiful movie. I loved it so much. I really did. Now we're going to get on to the Rotten Tomato reviews of this movie. The tomato meter for this movie was 33%, and the audience score gave it a 63%. Which. I mean, yeah. I feel like a lot of movies during this era kind of did horror movies specifically kind of did a little bit bad with major CGI attached to it. Now, our first review comes from Chris Stuckman. Oh, we've got a Oh, we've got a repeat offender. Oh, we've got a repeat offender here. So, this one comes from Chris Stuckman from chrisstuckman.com, top critic. Where this movie shines is in its disturbing imagery, its very creepy visuals, and the stunning production design. See, told you it's great. I told you guys it's fucking great. Okay? Our next one comes from Brian Talarico from Ugo? 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 I don't know how to pronounce it. I apologize. Top Critic. Silent Hill starts out at point A then goes so quickly, loudly, and visually over the top that it flies completely off the rails into its own glorious weirdness. Exactly. It's so perfect. This <laughs> this is such a generic. The next one I'm about to read is so fucking generic. Paul Byr- By Byron's... Bar- B- what? Byron's? We're going to roll with it. From Sydney Morning Herald, Top Critic. More deadly than silent. That is so funny. That's so fucking generic. I loved it. Next, Critic comes, well, next review comes from Peter Bradshaw from The Guardian, Top Critic. Maybe it's the kudos acquired by screenwriter. Roger Avery in his association with Quentin Tarantino that has allowed him to write this unbelievably boring horror thriller. Fuck you, Peter Bradshaw. You fucking bitch. Our next one comes from Nigel Floyd from Time Out Top Critic. French director Christophe Gans... Gans... (laughs) Christoph Gaines adaptation of of the Silent Hill computer game is visually inspired and thematically ambitious yet ultimately uninvolving. So I don't know if you guys ever noticed this. If you guys go on to Rotten Tomato reviews, or if you guys don't even like look at reviews when it comes to movies, if you go into Rotten Tomato Reviews, you guys have you can look at the um people that are leaving comments on this movie. Some of them have a tomato next to them and some of them have like this green little sploosh next to their thing and I think, well, I don't know. I don't know what that is but I'm, what, I'm, what I'm getting from it is I feel that the ones with the green sploosh are like actual accredited critics where the ones with the tomato next to them are... Like people like me that just come on here and talk shit about a horror movie that they just watched. So I don't, you know what I mean? I hope that makes sense, but that's what I get from these reviews. The people with the green sploosh are way more critical on whatever it is. So our final review comes from Eddie Harrison, FilmAuthority.com. Silent Hill is no masterpiece. The plotting is lopsided, the climax confusing, and somewhat repellently violent in the Clive Barker way. But it's also a strong, female-driven story with exquisite visuals and sound design. I love this movie. Okay, I know some of these are bad, right? That's what's great about, you know, being a person you have your own opinion so go out and watch it I would love to hear what you guys think on this movie I think it's I think it's wonderful I loved it a lot it's especially if you like visuals this is a this is just a good movie and I loved that it actually because I read a little bit while I was watching it about like the like what inspired this movie and they kind of nailed it. They really did. And it was it, it was so good. It's way better than the Resident Evil movies. Like from I think from things that I have noticed, usually the movie adaptation of a video game is not as good. But this one is excellent. Okay, I personally think that the Resident Evil movies are trash, right? It's just my opinion, like, when Raccoon City came out in, what, 2022 or 2021, that was fucking awful. Even though they had Beck from Victorious in it, like, still, it was, it was, it was bad. It was, it was really, really bad. But this movie was great. I loved it. Now we're going to get into the, um, what this movie is inspired off of. So the Silent Hill, this is also coming from Screen Rant. This is where I took my um, notes from. So Silent Hill, Pennsylvania link that's led a town in the state to become known as the real Silent Hill. While the environment of Silent Hill seems as though it could only exist in nightmares, it is a very real place with a really... Really crazy history. The town of Silent Hill, West Virginia, is actually Centralia, Pennsylvania. And in May of 1962, the city had the local landfill burned in an attempt to clean up waste. And unfortunately, not only did it clean up the waste, but the fire spread through unsealed tunnels... That led to an abandoned coal mine. And this fire ignited that and it still allegedly burns to this day. And it is why Centralia became known as the real Silent Hill. Local firefighters could not you know, stop the burning fire from creating all this wreckage. And the government quickly decided that just like the fictional town of Silent Hill, Centralia needed to be evacuated for their safety. Now, just as in the film, the air in Centralia is extremely toxic and dangerous. And it is recommended that people do not expose themselves to the environment for long periods of time. It's kind of like a miniature... um. It's like a less, I don't want to say, it's a less toxic environment than Chernobyl. That's what I could think of. That's what comes to mind when I'm reading about Centralia. Where was I? I lost my spot. That's why there was a long pause. Now, while most people left, a few did stay, hoping that the fire would stop. One of the few remaining buildings is a church ...that is still in use. And it is actually... See, this is what I loved about the movie. They actually, like, in the movie... ...there is a church... ...very similar to the... ...well, not by looks, but by concept... ...to the church in Centralia. See, guys, it is perfect. And in the movie, they also explained... ...why they evacuated the town... ...was because of a coal mine fire. Okay? Okay? bros and girls sorry I'm not gonna call you hoes this time because not all hoes okay but still like it is awesome it is so so cool and that's what I think made this movie perfect what the fuck hold on I gotta get back to my notes I just accidentally x'd out of them where did we go Now, in 2002, the U.S. Postal Service suspended that town's zip code and all of the roads leading into Centralia have since been barricaded just like they were in Silent Hill. Now, the Silent Hill true story follows this history almost to the exact detail except in real life, Centralia is not plagued by a cult or witches, or multi-dimensional monsters like Pyramid Head, but it is just really, really, really impressive, I loved how they truly did stick to, you know, the inspiration, I think it's beautiful, that's, that's basically it on, like, the inspiration behind this movie, but it That's what I love about this movie, because it's kind of like taking an urban legend and keeping that urban legend true through this film. Now, I have not played the video game, alright? I was probably really, really young when it came out, and I was definitely not into horror games as a child, okay? I am now, but when I was like five-year-old me in the PlayStation 2, fuck no. I wasn't playing any horror game at all whatsoever, but... I have not played it. I'm probably going to watch gameplay on the original Silent Hill after I'm done recording this, but it is really, really crazy. Oh, side note, another thing that's kind of weird. They actually just released a new Silent Hill video game. Now, let me look it up. I can't remember what it's called, but one of this YouTuber that I watch, well, a couple YouTubers that I watch, I don't know if you guys know have ever heard about the rad brad he basically released an episode a day ago and then one of my youtubers that i watch all the time his name is hollow shout outs to him he's awesome i love his content that he pulls out he also released an episode two weeks ago and the name of this game is silent hill the short message so I'm probably going to end up downloading that and playing it on the PlayStation. PlayStation 5. Sorry, had to flex it for you losers that are still on the PlayStation 4. I apologize, okay? But I just had to let you know who the big dick in the locker room is, alright? But, that's all I got for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. hope you guys will go out and watch this movie. It is... I loved it. It's great. It's awesome. So... What do we got going on? Um, I'm trying to think. Tomorrow, yes, tomorrow, Tuesday. I actually, <laughs> I'm releasing an episode that I was interviewed on. Interviewed on that I was a part of. We'll say a part of. Okay, I went on one of my good friends' podcast, Ghost from My Third Eye Podcast. He's awesome, and I loved. We had such a great time some weird spooky shit was happening so but I have to listen through the audio I didn't I don't know he sent it over to me unedited so I have to kind of listen through it and if there's weird pauses and stuff like that I'll have to cut them out but it's it it was a good episode it was a lot of fun and me and him have a weird little history kind of I actually when I was before I started like going onto people's channels and telling people about my paranormal experiences and stuff like that, I would actually listen to Bizarre Encounters. And at the time that I was listening to Shane's show, Ghost was his co host. And then right before I moved to Minnesota in January of 2023, Ghost split off cuz he wanted to go focus on his own show which is my third eye podcast. So, it's just it's just kind of cool that I was able to finally, you know, catch up with him, meet him. I think this was like my third time talking to him cuz he also I've also been on a few episodes on Talk of the Tavern, which is like his round table where a bunch of other people come on and share stories, talk about conspiracies, stuff like that. I was on there twice. And now I've, I was finally able to go on his show, but this episode, his episode aired three weeks ago and I just kept forgetting to fucking put it out. So it is coming out tomorrow for you guys at noon. So be on the lookout for that. It's going to be awesome. I hope you guys enjoy it. So with that, with that, with, with that, with that being it, that, well, yeah, with that being it, I'm going to let you guys go. Enjoy the rest of your day, don't work too hard, and remember, stay frosty, stay foxy, and most importantly, the most important thing on this planet, stay safe, you beautiful peacocks. I love y'all. Deuces. (coughs)